Good Wednesday morning. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with your midday VRA video cast. I hope you're all doing great today. We've been away for a few days. We're finally finished our uh, new book, The Big Bribe. Uh, my son and I, oldest son and I, Tyler, business partner, uh, been working on this for some time, about a year and a half, really. And uh, finally coming out next week, The Big Bribe. I uh, uh, can't wait to, to get that. We'll get the details to you next week when it's available. Uh, but uh, got that wrapped up. Now it's back to the markets. Really picked an awful time to, to be away from the markets, didn't I? Uh, I mean, the market just crashed. Last, the last uh, update that we had for you, we were telling you last Tuesday, a week ago Tuesday, that the markets had reached extreme overbought on our VRA investing system momentum oscillators. Well, that's uh, and, and for the past 18 months, when it reached that level of overbought, it had resulted in a near immediate move lower in the markets. Well, look at what happened. I don't, I don't think we saw it resulting in this big of a move lower, but we got the big inflation shocker, you know, the, the big CPI number. But I got to tell you, this is my view. I, I think that we're about to see a radical change in these inflation readings. Uh, and uh, uh, I think uh, like radical. And I think, I think we're going to see a turn, and this may be wishful thinking, in the Biden administration, because, and I'll share this with you later, we got some really shocking election results last night from here in Texas. That just say the Dem party is imploding. They know it. They're in trouble, real trouble. Midterms are going to be shellacking unless they find some way to rig this thing. But boy, that's going to take a real, that's going to take like Dominion voting systems rig. Like get in the computers and really, really rig it because otherwise you got to rig all these congressional races, you know, and everybody knows this is going to be a blowout. Maybe it's going to be a wake up call for Biden. I will make the point that it was about this time in Bill Clinton's first term. Uh, when uh, when he made the turn, when he got shellacked, right, in, in the first midterms, forced him to make radical changes, right, uh, to, uh, to his policies. Instead of being so far left to the center, he triangulated. He got Republicans, Democrats working against each other. He was right in the middle, and it was brilliant. Bill Clinton, the end result was, over his eight years, the stock market had the best eight-year run of any president ever, to date, period, ever. Like 27% a year was the average return for the S&P 500 over his eight years. So can, can Joe Biden make that turn? We'll see, right? Uh, <clears throat> first of all, markets today, got a lot going on, of course. Fed meeting today uh, in, uh, what is this, two hours from now, uh, we'll find out the Fed minutes and the Fed rate hike, which should be three-quarters of, of a percent. Uh, as you know, months ago, February, really, uh, we started calling for a full 1% rate hike. They should have done it then. We would not be having these problems now. But folks, this won't be new news to anyone. The Fed does not lead. The Fed follows. They always have, especially under this Fed chair, Jay Powell, who seems like a, li a nice enough guy. He does. But, he, but he's clueless. You know, the Federal Reserve is full of bankers that are book smart, very book smart, right? But they don't have any street smarts. And it shows up time and again. They're always late, and they cause every crisis that we have, like the inflation crisis now. Uh, so we'll get that today. Again, uh, I, and I've got some data for you in a minute that should say this market's ready to really zoom higher. And I'm going to repeat that. This market's ready to go. It's gone from extreme overbought last week to now on some of our early uh, indicators, right? Some of our early uh, moment oscillators is hitting now extreme oversold. I've got some data here from Aline from Meisler this morning, just one of my one of my favorites, uh, talking about the DSI and where it is. So let's 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 start first with the markets. A good open this morning. We've come off a little bit of the highs, but not by much. The Nasdaq's leading 
uh, up uh, 200 points as I speak. That's 1.8 percent. Russell 2000 right behind it, up one and a half percent. Dow Jones is uh, right now up 186. And uh, you know, again, this market's been brutalized. Okay, uh, this is not a new bear market. This is bear market's been building now for well over a year. Most stocks have been in a bear market for over a year. The um, average stock is down more than 50%. It's our third bear market in four years, okay? Again, I'll say it again. I would fault no one for wanting nothing to do with this market. No one. I write about this a lot in the book. It's one of the reasons that the move higher that's about to happen, again, our target on the Dow Jones is 100,000 by the year uh, 2030. So what is that? Eight years, seven years from now? One of the reasons that's going to happen is that Investors are so bearish, they're out of the market. And that's not when bear markets kick in, right? That's when big bull markets begin. So uh, that, that's our view. Uh, and I think it's a structural bull market. The economy is still strong, folks. I know a lot of people, uh, some good friends of mine, by the way, and clients of ours that disagree with me on this. When I say the economy is still strong, just factual matters here, okay? First of all, housing market. Yeah, it's coming off. The housing stocks have been killed, right? But the housing market remains very strong. It's one of our leading economic indicators. The transportation industry. Uh, I, have a, I have one brother-in-law in housing and construction. I have another bro brother-in-law in transportation. And I know that's a Texas thing right now, but they, 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 they do business you know, all over the country. And they're both telling me there's just no sign of a slowdown. Maybe a little bit, but they're fully booked up backlogs into 2024. And that's really what we're hearing from Ed Hyman, uh, who is the best economist on the street, 50 years, really. This guy is a rock star of economists. I'm not a big fan of economists, as you probably know. I, I like this guy, though. And that's what they're seeing at Evercore. They're just not seeing signs of a big, not seeing signs of a recession, right? Consumer net worth is just coming off an all-time high. Uh, uh, consumer debt levels are still very low as a percentage of GDP. Uh, I know that the Zero Heads loves to point out that credit card debt has reached an all-time high. Yeah, it has, but as a percentage of GDP, it's still toward the low end that it's been at for decades. So it's all relative, right? And again, the economy just continued. Employment, when have you had a recession when employment is unemployment is 3.6%? That's not, that's, that's not a thing, okay? The jobs market is very strong. And so one by one, you kind of peel the layers back and you go, this is a, this is a reset, you know? This is, a, this is a, an inflation uh, caused reset. That's what we think it is. And so that means when you get an opportunity to buy stocks that you really like that are on sale, you know, that's when you act. As Warren Buffett says, you buy your winter coats in the summer and you buy stocks when they're on sale. And they are now, especially the ones that we like in our VRE portfolio. Um, I don't really talk about those here uh, because that's not the purpose of this video, but you know, come and join us and, and you'll, get, uh, you'll get a list of all those. Uh, VRAinsider.com, again, VRAinsider.com, two free weeks if you want to come and join us. Uh, I want to tell you now about some analytics that are very interesting here because they matter for today. Over the last three Fed, we've had three Fed meetings before today's this year, okay? January, March, and, um, and the May meeting. Every one of these has resulted in a big move higher. Now, it's just three events, and it's recent, right? But uh, here, here's what happened. After the uh, March meeting, the SP 500 Excuse me, after the January meeting, the SP 500 went up 250 points and it did it in real short order, okay? That's like 1,700 Dow Jones points. After the March meeting, the SP 500 went up 200 points. That's the equivalent of 1,400 Dow Jones points and it did that 
in uh, two weeks. And then for the last one, May meeting, SP 500 rallied 150 points in two days. That's like 1,100 Dow Jones points, but it, it was over pretty quick. That's when the inflation fears started building. So again, with the Fed meeting today, a lot of nervousness around it. Uh, I, we think it's a relief rally. We think a big move higher is going to kick in again here. Uh, Helene Meisler, again, this morning pointed out the DSI. The Daily Sentiment Index is a, is a great uh, a way to measure consumer sentiment, right? Investor sentiment, where things are. And right now, folks, it's extreme fear. Here, here are the examples. S&P 500 DSI right now is a reading of seven. Anything below 10 is, uh, is, uh, is extreme fear on steroids, right? Extreme oversold on steroids. S&P 500 is, is seven. NASDAQ is nine, okay? And the bond DSI is five, okay? So we're looking, we think that we're going to see a big move lower in interest rates, and I, I know that's counter to what a lot of people believe, and it may just be short term, but I'm telling you this is a setup for the near term. And, uh, and again, uh, a big move higher in stocks as well. Um, the internals this morning are really good. We're looking at uh, three to one or better. I want to point out on Monday, uh, wow, wow, Monday's readings. I mean, if you're looking for signs of capitulation, look no further than what happened on Monday. Monday's NYSE down volume was uh, 98%. 98 <laughs> percent only worse than that is was uh, the october 87 crash black money crash which i worked and lived through remember it pretty well i've been a broker for a couple years and the reading there was like 99.8 percent it was just everything was destroyed nothing went up that day right but monday's wasn't much better that's sign of capitulation we also saw nyse 17 to 1 Advanced decline, so negative 17 to 1, uh, excuse me, on, uh, 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 yeah, advanced decline. So that that is as bad a reading or very close to the readings we saw at the depths of coronavirus insanity. Very, very close. So again, signs of capitulation. Investors are out of this market. People hate this market. They've been brutalized for over a year. You can't blame them whatsoever, but that's when that's when stocks go up. Um, what else here? Oh, just, wanted, just what I said last night about the election. We had an election last night here in Texas, South Texas. It was a special election. And Democrats had held this highly Hispanic community, like 80% Hispanic, okay? You would think that's pretty safe dim territory. And it has been historically, not anymore. Last night, a Republican won for the first time in over 150 years, okay? 80% Hispanic. What does that tell you about the midterms? That tells you that alarm bells should be going off inside the Democrat Party today, and clearly they are. We got news just this morning that the Biden administration having a major shakeup. His top attorney, his top attorney is at the White House is leaving. We've seen that Jen Psaki's already left. We've got other news of shakeups happening. Again, this is when Bill Clinton made the turn. We'll see if Joe Biden's got that in him or if he's only about destroying America, which has been very clear it's been very clear that that's what his goal has been to date. All it would take is a bit of moderation. With Russia, Ukraine, and oil and gas drilling, all of a sudden inflationary fears start to dissipate and collapse. And again, we may not have a recession, but we've already had a bear market. This is when big moves higher take place. So that's what we're looking for. But again, I'm the eternal optimist, so that's what we're hoping for as well. All right, folks, uh, we'll see you back here again at the close for our VRA Investing Podcast. Again, hope you're all doing great. And have a great rest of the day. I'll see you back here again tomorrow, again tomorrow morning.